This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome, and I am thrilled to introduce you to Bev Fowler from Treasure Box. Bev, thank you so much for being involved in Shine On You Crazy Daisy. Tell us about your business. So um, I started um, making jewellery, basically, um, keepsake jewellery mostly, so little fingerprints set into silver, um, sort of like a modern day heirloom sort of thing, really. And um, over the last few years, it's kind of grown to being sort of everyday jewellery as well. So I mostly work in silver and um, sort of sterling silver and pure silver. So you work for them in different ways. So it's, um, yeah, really good fun. And I love it. Excellent. Uh, one of the things that you mentioned in the book that I think is a really important thing to talk about is the fact that you're dyslexic. And I wondered how this affected your confidence in starting your own business. Well, so uh, I managed to cover it up at school, like you do, because I didn't want to be, you know, mm. left to the side. So I kind of managed through school, managed through college. But it's more that you choose different things that aren't going to involve you doing a lot of reading and writing. So instead of maybe choosing to be a teacher, I chose to be a children's nanny. And I would never choose to work in an office. It just wouldn't work for me. So I, I struggled with deciding what to do once my children were a bit older, sort of how I could get around being dyslexic. So I don't want it to stop me. It's not, you know, I can read and write. It just, it takes me a lot longer. And things that might take someone 20 minutes to do might take me 40 or 60 minutes to do. So... I think, I think the, the biggest thing sort of that is a stumbling point for me would be sort of setting up a website. That sort of thing would be like, oh, but you can't let it stop you, you know, just take longer doing it, ask for more help. You know, you, you don't have to write yourself off just because of one small little thing that's not great. Mm. So don't let it defeat me. <laughs> no, well, exactly. And I think that what that absolutely proves is that everybody's got their talents. And when we can, when we see these things that might be the things that we feel could be the things that hold us back, there's something else out there that is the shining light of, of the avenues for us to go down. And, and as kids, we may not be able to see that. No. You finding your creativeness, is yeah. that word? I've just made yeah. it. Creativeness. Creativeness. <laughs> in in your life and how you're able to run your business have your business may have been because you didn't feel like you you wanted to be seen to be reading and writing and and taking the time that you needed yeah and I think also you know you kind of I will always try and find a different way around something but actually in doing that sometimes you find the magic in something else you know so there's plenty of people out there you know, that are great with numbers and great with words and that's fab, use them when you need to, but they might not be able to make something from silver. <laughs> so, you know, don't be scared of, don't be scared of what makes you different. It's my superpower, actually. Uh, it's brilliant because I was always told as, uh, well, as most of my life that I'm not creative because I can't draw. I can't draw. I can't even I draw. Can't draw. <laughs> Um, but th that to me meant that I wasn't creative and I have had to learn where 
where I'm creative, my, my mind's very creative, that that wasn't seen as a, as a talent. So I love talking about these things because it shines a light on the fact that everybody can find where they are, where their gifts are. Absolutely. And some people learn through reading and some people learn through listening and some people learn through watching. You know, most of my silver silversmithing and um, all the other things I've learned through my business, I've not learned from a book. Most of it has been self-taught. I've gone on a few little courses here and there, but most of it has been self-taught from hours and hours of watching other people do stuff and finding, finding those people to learn from, you know? It's fine. It just takes you down a different rabbit hole, doesn't it? <laughs> what you love in doing that. Absolutely. So, um, one of the things that you do talk about as well is this um, dealing with loneliness and uh, when we work for ourselves that, that is a big thing that comes up a lot loneliness and isolation so how did you deal with this before the pandemic and and during so um, I'm pretty lucky really I'm, I'm a sociable person outside of work so you you know you can make time to and being your own boss you can let yourself start after you've had a coffee with friends or a dog walk who knew so um I give myself permission a lot to take that time if I'm if I'm trying to get some projects done and I'm just feeling a bit oh I can't just too much in my own head then I'll take some time out I'll go and do something different but one of my my biggest things um I didn't really know many other jewelers I didn't really know many other business people till I found your lovely group and I found a jewelry group I'm I love as well but I, am, I also have little conference calls where two of my best friends also have their own businesses. So quite often you'll find me with my phone on loudspeaker, making away, chatting to my friend who's got her phone on loudspeaker, making a pair of curtains or ordering up some stuff for their business. And we can like go through ideas together. I haven't got, I haven't got you know, a receptionist who comes and chats to me and makes me a cup of tea, but I'll, I'll phone my friends and we're like, oh, let's put the, put the kettle on, let's have a cup of tea what's you know what's going on with your life you know if you've got a tricky customer let's work out how we can deal with that or you know just bounce off each other and I think friends are really important and that didn't change over lockdown because we were all still working from our own little yeah. hiding away well, I think as well in that it's the business friends that you make because yeah. they understand a lot more about what it is that you're trying to do what you're trying to achieve why it's important to you um and sometimes your friend friends that you may have had for a 100 years um it's just difficult for them to get their head around but this this passion and the drive that's in you to to keep going yeah and if they've got if you know i've got lots of friends who work in lots of different businesses if they've got a trouble with a customer and they work in insurance they can put it to hr or they can put it to someone else well we are hr we are in charge of dealing with customers we are in charge of ordering stock we are in charge of this that and the other and sometimes it's worth if you've had like a um, you know something you can't quite work out yourself just like bouncing ideas off of somebody else yeah you, you might not take their advice and they might not take yours but just to know that you're not alone in it sometimes makes it better yes and you've made such an important point that it's if you are feeling in any way that you are that you feel isolated or you feel like you're alone finding the tribes the communities the the people that understand what you're doing the best friends the best new business friends um the the colleagues that you can have around the water cooler that's now a zoom call is really important to help you function definitely mm. definitely and that's really important that you also 
some people love working on their own. They don't want to work with other people. They're actually very, very happy in their own space. And I am to a point. I do find Christmas lunch a bit lonely, though, when you work for yourself, because it's just me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> parties. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to me. Well done. <laughs> um one of the things that um that you mentioned was that you have you've had people over the years that will say oh how's your little hobby going or how much do you earn from your business how does that make you feel or what does it (laughs) do when people start asking you these questions when you've got a successful business so it's two ways of thinking of it one they're being very interested in your business thank you very much for being interested yes it's it's when the implication is that it's a hobby. Mm. I, I have no problem with people asking me how my business is going. Is my business growing? How am I doing? Am I doing well? That's a really nice thing to ask because it's showing interest. But when it's like, oh, are you still doing? What is it you do? Like a hobby? What's what it? It's like a red rag to a ball, and I try not to let it annoy me. But and then, then when it's coupled with, oh, do you actually make any money from that then? I've never asked any of my friends what their earnings are never I might ask if if a friend of mine who also has a a business or whatever I might say oh is that a good product for you that's different because some products aren't making you any money and you need to get rid of them but you know I would never ask them what they earn I don't know what any of my friends earn and and it's not usually my friends that ask me it's random people Mm. I don't even know (laughs) like enough to share so I don't really care what they think, but it does, instead of letting it get me angry, I make it spur me on and think, oh, show them. Good. That is brilliant. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to get to, because it is that thing of everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's going to tell you what they think and ask these questions that they don't understand or think about before they ask them. That for a small business is is grating, shall we say? Uh, I don't realise it because I don't think many people would say it if they did. Because I genuinely think most people do want to ask in a nice way. But then there is that element of jealousy. If you tell them you're doing extremely well, thank you very much, and here's my yacht, they all get jealous. I don't have a yacht. Um, but if you tell them it's not working well, you can seem like, oh yeah, see that's why I work for a big company, or you know, I don't want to work for a big company. Not you can go and Bev, you do what you want. <laughs> I do what I like. <laughs> um, what is one lesson that you've learned that every entrepreneur should know that you may have learned in your time? To believe in yourself. Mm. To just believe in yourself. Do you know what? You've got some good instincts going on there. And not all of the things you decide to try are going to work. And that's okay. But just to believe it. If, you, if you've got something that you think was going to be amazing and it isn't, it's okay to say. Yeah, it wasn't amazing hey ho move forward I've got more ideas we'll go with that you know just just trust yourself don't don't let other people tell you what you need to do you know you know in your heart what you need to do I'm all about belief and I wish that everybody could hear that but it's also that thing you just said which is the fail fast and fail forward yeah we're all going to have those little things that don't work, but just that's behind you. That was so yesterday. I've moved on. Yeah. I believe. Oh, my top. I believe. Oh, it's very wingy. <laughs> um, that's a, that is a fantastic thing to say to people because there'll be somebody that's listening that may have lost that belief a little bit. And when you've said that, I, I got goosebumps. It's just, it, it spurs you on to do more and to think differently. 
definitely and sometimes you can think you know I've gone merrily along in my little head of what I think is going to be really popular jewelry wise and kind of made all this stuff not really thought about my customer and that's not what my customer wants so kind of honing down into like a less but better you know don't try and I have so many people like oh can you make me this for this And, and and you spend hours learning a new skill hours ordering the right stuff you make it you either make them up a replica and then they go, oh, actually, I think I might buy a pizza oven instead, or I might buy, <laughs> that has happened. Um, but luckily the bracelet that I was trying out for that, I've now sold loads because it was a really good bracelet. So, um, but also saying, actually, no, I don't make that. Yeah. Here's a friend I know who does, or have you tried maybe the price range you're looking, maybe looking in a smaller yeah. shop, you know, where it's not handmade, but that's fine. You don't have to please everybody. You're not going to please everybody. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Um, <laughs> what is your favourite piece of business software? Um, so I don't use a lot of business software. As you can see in the background, I use more hands-on software, <laughs> hammers, tools. Um, but one thing I do use for um, my um, photographs, for the website, for um, Instagram and Facebook is an app called Canva. And... I didn't know it even existed till about two years ago. There's a really good free version of it. I have just treated myself to the pro for a while. See how I get on. But it helps you with all sort of, um, I can't think of the word, but sort of. Yeah, graphics. Graphics, yeah. All the stuff that for a dyslexic person to try and work out is not easy, but it's so visual, it's perfect. And it helps your stuff be really, really special. So that's good. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Everybody should have Canva that's got a small business. I think so. Bev, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for letting us into your workshop as well. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you can see that. And uh, I look forward to reading your chapter and having other people see your chapter in the Shine On You Crazy Daisy books. Thank you, love. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for just £27 per month. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website www.thedaisychaingroup.com